I've always felt different. I've always seen things, but when I tried to express them as a child, I was always told to ignore it. There were people that I didn't know that came to me and said, I have this message that I keep getting that I have to deliver to you. All of a sudden, out of the shadows, a homeless man just jumped right in front of me, and he said, I'm a soul just like you. I love it. I wanted to understand the universe and who and what we are and what are we doing here. We're all part of this amazing soul wave tapping into each other. This was a major life changer. You are a light. You have helped me a ton. Thank you. You've given me the courage to live more from my soul. Millions of people are awakening. So wake up with Michelle Miche. Be pleased to hear the best-selling authors and experts in the fields of cutting-edge self-help, personal growth, metaphysics, and spirituality. The Soul Path of Awakening. Understand what living awake is. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the program. It's so great to connect with you. Uh, the chat is a little bit late coming up. Um, it's actually not coming up in my... Oh, anyway, um, happy Mercury retrograde plus five other planets that are retrograde. Um, I do hope you all are doing well on this Wednesday. If you're new to the program, um, great to connect with you, and uh, I'm glad that you found us in this magical mystery called life. Um, If you're new to the program and you're listening by phone and you have a question or a comment, um, you can connect in by calling 347-539-5122, and if you are listening, um, just press one on your keypad, and that will let you uh, let me know that you want to get in the queue. I'm going to see if Sadie can set up um, the chat because um, for some reason I'm not able to. So I know up chat in common. Multitasking here, everyone. Please log in. All right, everyone. Okay, also if you're new or I've been getting um, some messages from some people, if you have questions about awakenings or you have guest suggestions or topic suggestions, the best thing to do is to email awakeningspodcast at gmail.com. And um, you can get set up with that or you can reach me with a question or if you wanted to do private work. Um, with me or sometimes some of you have some questions that you want answered on air and I'm totally open to doing that. Um, you just, it's just best to co- contact um, through the email and somebody can set it up uh, for you or get back to you. All righty. Uh, we have a great guest today, so you want to stick around for this. The Shaman's Mind um, is the book. Uh, Jonathan Hammond is the author. And um, the shaman's mind dives into uh, Kuna wisdom to change your life. A couple of synchronicities um, that I have to talk to him about that um, with some books that I'm reading and also did some work with some Huna healers um, way back in the beginning of my, my path. So kind of excited to talk to him as well. All right, everyone. Also, I... Um, new videos uploaded on my Soul Insights with Michelle Mache YouTube channel. Some of you have been joining me over there, which is so great. And um, if you don't know where it is, you can just Google me or just 
do a search on YouTube or just Soul Insights with Michelle Mache or Michelle Mache's Soul Insights. And I did do some pick a card uh, readings for what I want to talk about a little bit here. Um, for t- connecting in with your loved ones or those on the other side, um, a lot of, I don't know if you guys are having this experience, but there's a lot going on right now with the, with the dream time where we're feeling a lot more other dimensionally. And a lot of you have asked me what's going on, what, what's, you know, I, I have so many dreams right now that um, I feel like I'm being contacted or people, you know, I'm dreaming of my brother, I'm dreaming of my father. Um, I feel like I'm more in touch with people on the other side right now or I feel like guides are trying to um, get in touch with me. And that's part of that is also um, because the veils have been dissolving. In fact, some have not only thinning, some have really dissolved. And the ones that are thinning, and what are these veils? Well, they're by our vibrational frequency or the frequency of the world that we live in. And it determines what we see or what we experience, right? So if you're in a meditative state, you may notice something. Or I always do the example of reading auras. In order to read auras, you have to be very relaxed, but you also can't strain or look completely with just your physical eyes. You have to lighten what we call lighten your gaze and also look around the, the body, you know, to get the to get the aura, to tune into the aura. So it's the same thing with tuning in with our loved ones on the other side, our ancestors, our friends, family, our spirit guides, spirit team, is that if you're trying to access or connect from beta consciousness, your waking state, which, by the way, the beta conscious is the same vibration as the news, okay? So that tells you a lot. So if you're trying to access from worry or concern, a lot of times even if they're reaching you and trying to comfort you or console you, you're, you're not able to hear it, right? You're, you're, you're tuning it out or disbelieving. You're just you're not you're not being able to see or pick up the messages. Um, yay, we're in the chat. Um, oh yeah, let's see what's going on in the chat. Okay, white calla lily. Maybe I load. I was able to come in by Chrome. Oh, Michelle can't see the chat, but you guys were in. <laughs> okay, great. Hi, white calla lily. Tammy, hello everyone. Bob, hi, Sue. Divine Mystic, who else else is in here? Bob. Um, Let's see. Okay, if you don't have sound, go ahead and refresh. Okay, I'm going to get to callers as well. Yippee. Yeah, I'm not able to get in. But anyway, I'm in now. Okay. Got to be with my co-pilots, my co-hosts. The chat is my co They help me with the sound. Uh, White Calilis retrograde has been so crazy. I had so many problems with my internet cutting out. Just yeah, I've had that too. Yep, odd times. Uh, ooh, White Calilis, your daughter has been having crazy experiences seeing 
spirits, astral traveling, just out of the blue. She's always had abilities, but they're ramping up for her. Oh, that's great. Oh, I'm happy for her. Oh, that's great. Uh, If anyone can let me know how my sound is also. Okay, I feel like I'm back in working order. Hi, Lynn. Okay. Yay. I can see everyone in the chat and talk. I love it. Okay. Uh, Those that are callers that are listening in by phone, I will be getting to you. And if you're listening by phone and you would like a reading or just to say hi, press one on your keypad. Now we're in. There we go. Thank you for press one on the keypad if you wanted to connect for the uh, reading. Oh, good. So good. Because that's why I'm glad I'm talking about this then. So there are going to be a lot of people having more spontaneous awakenings or their, or your awakening too. Um, this is why this is awakenings because there's so many kinds of awakenings, awakening spiritually on a soul level, awakening to your soul, awakening to your spiritual gifts, your soul gifts. Um, by the way, that's uh, the next interactive reading that I'm doing on uh, YouTube. I've already recorded it. Um, will be on what your soul gifts are. So I'm either going to upload it today or tomorrow. You let me know. Call in. Should I do it today? Should I do it tomorrow? <laughs> you know how I love to pick my pick of cards. Um, and I've had requests. White Calilady requested me to do the pick of cards again. So, um, And though they're interactive because you're, ch- you're choosing, you know, also. I mean, you're choosing anyway by being guided. Um, yay, what Kelly's saying. I know, I love your pick-a-card reading, Michelle. Uh, you're welcome. Thank you for, yeah. So I would say if you can to take extra time to journal, meditate. I've been saying this in a lot of my readings on YouTube. Um, the guides have been saying just to sit in silence. Or if you've had a lot of like TV, radio devices on, you know, streaming music, whatever you're doing, driving, or you're hearing a lot of sounds around you, outdoor sounds, inside sounds, whatever, you know, kids running, playing, screaming, crying, laughing. Just pause. Get used to pausing. Get used to hearing the silence within the sound, the silence within the noise. Get used to hearing that. Get used to hearing that point, that zero point in, that's in us and all of life, all of creation. And you will start to hear what's below the noise, whether it's in your head, outside of you, the noise, the sound. And it's a it, very interesting little exercise or process. And again, if you've had the TV on or music or something, and then just turn it off. Well, first of all, fully listen to what you're hearing, the sounds around you, the sounds of the day, the night, whatever you're doing, and maybe the TV or people talking. Really tune in and listen to the sounds. Tune in and listen to what you're hearing. And then turn it off and listen. So there's a lot of messages. We also call this, we know of this as the gap. There are a lot of messages 
that are trying to reach you. And also, you, this will help you attune you to listening beyond the physical ears. You know, same with seeing. If you want to see people's auras or tune in more to their vibe vibrationally, where they're coming from, you've got to look almost around them, at them, within their eyes, but the energy around them. What are they emanating? Now, one of the reasons this is so important um, it's, to me, it's kind of fun to do, too, is it's training. We're all being trained, to, again, to be more telepathic, to be more intuitive, to, to understand that we're just separated out by vibrational frequency. I mean, we know this. What separates us from a tree is vibrational frequency. It's just a different configuration, right, of the molecule, but it's all the same substance, same as what, you know, the planet's same as a rock, same as another person. So we're all emanating this energy. We're, we're emanating this message of who we are, what we need, and what we're about. And you can feel if something is life-enhancing for you or what is the interaction meant to be. Or you can just feel the sameness and then also the uniqueness. So we're also emanating what we're imbibing or taking in or drawing in from source or source energies. We're receiving and then this broadcasting or emanating. This is why things like shine on, shine on, you know. Allow yourself to shine or your soul shine. So our ancestors, our loved ones are so wanting to be with us, to help us, to prepare us for more of what's going to be coming up. And to show us that they're always there with us, we may not see them in tangible, well, you, you can see them kind of like a holographic image, right, apparition. You may smell them. You might feel their presence. But it's so important because it's this part of the rude awakening, right now it's putting people more in touch through perhaps differences in skin color or race, you know, or culture or gender identification or non-identification, non-binary, you know, identification, whatever it is. Um, you know, being trans or, or gay or, you know, I want my way, I'm the same as you. So it's a lot on the outer right now. I'm the same as you, but I'm also unique. You know, I'm the same as you. You, you know, We're the same. We like entertainment, but you like reading and I like video, okay? But it's going to eventually, and for many people that are at that at the other level of awakening, the next, the more expanded out level, it's already beyond that. It's already, I am you, even if I don't like what you're doing or saying, you're an aspect of the divine playing out. You're an aspect of the all that is. And when you cease not to be relevant like me, like my configuration, we will be no more. So we will connect more energetically as energetic beings. As, as beings on a sacred path, sacred beings with a sacred life, a sacred mission. There's, um, let's see what people are seeing in the chat now. 
YouTube tomorrow is better, Bob said. Okay, I'll do tomorrow. I saw that you posted a new one today. Yes. Oh, beautiful. Bob in the chat. Fidel Coffee Bob. Within the silence of my heart, I have found a place I call my knowing. And my knowing has no words. Wow, beautiful. Oh, you felt your, Athena, your aunt during a meditation. Okay. Beautiful. Yeah. Uh, a great book for this time is the Maharagata. Um, the part where Arjuna is fighting. It's such a powerful piece. Um, when I'm studying Hinduism, I got my copy actually in India. And I can't say I've read it cover to cover. It's a very thick book. <laughs> um, but I've read bits. I read pretty much it through at one point. But Mahabharata. There's one part, and I don't remember the one story in there, where Arjuna, Krishna Arjuna, um, is called to war. And he's realizing he's having to fight his cousins, his loved ones that he loved so dearly and grew up with. And he prays to Krishna. That's a God. He prays. Um, and correct me if I'm wrong, if I could, it's a long time ago since I'd studied Hinduism and was, that was part of a strong part of my path, um, part of my foundation. But the, the gist is that God comes through and says, this is your path right now. This is your mission at this time on the planet. This is your mission. And this is basically this is the game is to is to protect those in your village and, and, and do what you're called to do. So that's a very interesting concept, but it really does play out in the universe, in the world. If we if we look at we're interconnected to everyone, if, if you look at the, the oneness principle. If you look at everyone comes from the same source. And it is hard to do when you, when people are not acting consciously and they're acting even abhorrently, horrendously. It's hard for us to identify with them. But it is part of the higher path and learning. Now, that you don't have to like it. You don't have to support them. But at some point, we have to identify and also to see what that people can do the most horrible things out of wounding. You know, desperate people do desperate measures. And again, you still have to, play, you know, if it's something criminal, the cops have to get them. There's the police. We don't have cops without criminals. We don't have criminals without police, right? It's, it's this juxtaposition of duality playing out to this polarity playing. Be very aware what we're doing in the awakening process. It's not that we're going to get completely rid of duality, but the extremes will be less. The extreme polarization eventually will be less. But just like any sickness or illness, it gets worse before it gets better. However, however, everyone, we can mitigate. We can make it softer or better when we hold the higher vibrational viewpoint or principle, just holding that space. Okay. And I've been in some situations that could have been 
you know, very not just traumatic, but maybe even cost me my life and somebody or something that held the other space, whether it was me holding that higher space, that higher frequency. Um, and it doesn't always happen. I mean, that's obviously it's been part of my path for it to happen, maybe for me to share the story. Um, so just, again, I always say this, just don't discount your prayers, your intentions, your envisioning, your visualization, your meditation, you living, you, you hearing the call and shifting. Even whatever's going on in the collective or the mainstream, you, you take responsibility for your peace and, and part in that. And seeing others, even on the inner plane, because that's where the changes first start happening. So even seeing how monstrous and horrible something or someone is and acknowledging, you don't have to agree or like what they do, you could still be outraged, but acknowledging the humanness, the woundedness to get to that level, get to that point. Just a wee bit of humanity goes a long way into shifting. Because the only reason people don't treat people humanely is because of their own I don't know, hell within them, I guess is one way to look at it, right? It's it's an extreme, no matter how they dress it up, no matter how they puff it up, inside, to be able to hurt or harm another person, you have to really be hurting and harmful and hateful to yourself, you know, and not have obviously a very good self-image, even if you puff it up, braggadocia, bully, or whatever. Um, so this deep you know, in a way, this deep meditation that we're all being called in with all these retrogrades and on this quarantine, stay at home, stay more at home, is causing this this resetting, this rebooting, this refreshing for some. And for others, it's a complete reboot. And others, it's a complete reset. Some people, it's a complete overhaul, you know, vibrational overhaul, redirecting of energy on a on a mass level, the mass consciousness, uses time to connect into the sweetness of grace more. Use this time to connect in with your ancestors, your loved ones, your guides, to be with yourself, to commune, commune in nature, commune with your higher self, the divine aspect of you, which includes your ego, human part too. It's just that part has, has, is, has limitations. So however you want to call that expanded aspect of you, you know, and be in, in tune and in touch open to receive the messages, the guidance, the, the hellos. You know, I did a post on Instagram on this, this spirit saying hello, spirit hellos and our spiritual connection. Um, be in tune to what's underneath the surface. And that is going to help you bring a lot of peace and calm, especially a lot. I know my sleep cycle is greatly changed. Um, let yourself, you know, be in the moment with what you're feeling and what you're going through. With What I can say is less judgment. Even if your sleep cycle is off, there's a reason. There's a reason that it's quote-unquote off. There's a reason that you're um, maybe having different hours or staying up more or doing more at night. And especially around 3 a.m., 
3 to 5 a.m., but especially 3, 3.30, 4 a.m. in the afternoon and in the evening is the hour of spirit, 3 to 4. Take, take the time to meditate or journal or just listen to the silence and see what appears or what messages come through. You know, ask for your guides to help you, your ancestors, those that you love on the other side. Ask. They're there. Say, you know, show me. You know, or what message do you have? Let them know how you're feeling. They know already, but you can set up that dialogue with them. And this is a wonderful time, especially in these next, you know, few weeks, a few months, you know, a month or two. There's a nice opening. We're also in a gateway portal of light that's been extended into August, started in May. So there's a lot of higher frequency energy on the earth right now, even more so than, than normal at this time. So use the light to get comfortable in the unknown and, and to go through those dark places and spaces and see what's revealed to you. Connect into your own inner knowing and your own inner wisdom. All right, loveys, let's get to callers. Uh, if you're on, listening on the phone, that's great. Um, if you'd like to listen by phone or call in for a reading or to say hello or if you have a question or a comment, that number is 347-539-5122, 347-539-5122, and press 1 on your keypad. Now to press 1. Hello and welcome to Awakening. You're on air. Yes, Hello. Hello? Hello? Yes. Hi. Yes, you're on air. Hi. Yes. Hi. Hi. What's your first name? Yes, my name is Susan. Hi, Susan. Welcome to the program. Hi. Thank you. Hi. Mm-hmm. So I'm just I'm just wanting to see if you could uh, provide me a reading. Okay. Well, what's your question? Because we'll just have a um, little I'm quick just, mini reading. I'm just, Yes, I'm just wondering if you see me being able to um, make the improvements that I need on my home. Okay, let's see. Oh, absolutely. And some of it's quite extensive, right? You're looking at yeah, there's, yeah, there's some extensive out. change is what I see. Knocking out walls and stuff. Yeah, I'm seeing extensive mm-hmm. change. Yeah. Okay, i got to be honest. I feel... Not to say it doesn't happen before you don't start it before, but I feel like I kept hearing, the first thing when you said improvements, I heard extensive change, and then I felt even through September. So either it's okay. a lot of change or you start it more August, September, because I feel the fall months, I, I can see tarps, um, I can see um, what is it, sheetrock or whatever that, whatever goes underneath the the walls, yeah. the plastering part, what they plaster yeah. upon. So, yeah, I do see that you're going to be doing a lot of um, work inside the home. Absolutely. Definitely. Okay. Awesome. And finances is there to be able to yeah, do it? Yeah, well, you're going to be, well, yeah, obviously because you're doing it. It's going to be, you know, right. I was going to say use it as a metaphor for yourself, too. You're, you're rebuilding something. I see you a little right. juggling things, moving things around, you know, Um, but I do see it. I see. So that's why it either starts later or you're doing it piecemeal is what I'm hearing. But I do see even, yeah, even before you said a lot of work, I saw, I, that's what I heard extensive work. And then I saw tarps and furniture being moved. And 
So, yeah, you'll definitely be um, doing that, working away on that. All right, Susan, awesome. thank you for your call. Thank you. Much peace. Hello there. You're on air. You're on Awakening. Hi, thank you, Hi, thank you for taking Hi. my call. This is Katie. Hi, Katie. Welcome. Hi. Um, I have a question um, about kind of a little bit about what you're talking about. Um, I have um, definitely, I feel like I have like sleep insomnia or something like that. Like I yeah. can't, since I don't go to sleep to five, but um, I'm really experiencing a lot of um like it's like I have no energy in my body. Like, uh, yeah. you know, like I don't know. Like, okay, so like yesterday I kind of went walking and shopping, and maybe I did too. Like, I am I doing too much? Like, I went, so I went got yeah. like some clothes, and then I went food shopping, and I'm just. But now I feel like I can't get out of bed. I'm just like I don't want to. Um, I just kind of want to feel energetic daily. You know what I mean? To do the things I well, need to do. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to have to change. You know, this is a, you know, there's a lot of things going on at once. You're not the only one feeling this. I have this. I talk to dozens and dozens of people a day that are going through this, friends, family, people that work with me, clients, people that email me or, you know, on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. So, there's a lot going on. Part of it is the retrograded energy. We are affected by planets. I mean, look at what happens when there's a full moon. You know, so we are mm-hmm. affected by those energies. We are of those energies. And the other thing to know, though, also is with this pandemic, this quarantine, this shutting down, we're under an enormous, enormous amount of stress. Yeah. We're also experiencing yeah. loss. People don't really, we're in a state of grieving. You know, you can look at, um, I have on my website, soulplayground.life, um, this is for you, Katie, and anyone else listening, is the, um, in the Soul Path Tools, I believe it is, there's um, the process of grief. So it's, also you're not able to ex- expend the same amount of energy. And also anxiety, nervous energy, nervous tension, which normally a walk would greatly help or working out would greatly help. It helps, but not enough because our circumstances haven't shifted. In other words, pre all of this, if you were going through a lot of stress and strain and you went for a walk or you worked out, um, you went swimming, whatever, you went for a hike, you'd come back and, and okay, it's, it's, you've shifted because your mm-hmm. circumstances are the same. But right now, this not only have the circumstances that have changed, we have uh, more unknown particles that we have than we have known particles. And one big unknown particle is death. But there's a possibility of getting this COVID and you could die. You know, you could be greatly sick. And then what about your family? What about your house? So the subconscious, Katie, and every, is always, it knows this, is on high alert. And so, in a way, we're all in a, in a post-traumatic stress this situation. We're in a, what we call a hypervigilant state. Consciously, many people are, and subconsciously also. Yeah, I was going to say, but I was feeling this before that. Like, I, I've been feeling this for a while, and I was just wondering, 
like, am I God? And is it like uh, my guys need? Are they saying like it's dehydration? Because I, I take iron pills and things. It's like that stuff's not working. Like, <laughs> how how much before were you feeling this? I was feeling this for um, um, a while, just very lethargic, very low energy. So I wasn't sure if it's like, am I absorbing thyroid. other people's energy? Oh, yes, yes. Check your yes, hormones, yes. check your thyroid, because I feel thyroid for you, but I also feel that what I'm sharing is also exacerbating, making it worse. But I feel you do have hormonal imbalance and thyroid. Yes, because I used to have fibroids. Because I used to have fibroids. Okay, with, right, then thyroid, that's what's going on. can cause the hormone imbalance. Right. Okay. So that's what's going. That's part of what's going on for you. So, um, yeah. And a lot of people have been experiencing this even before the quarantine. That are some of these yeah. are symptoms of awakening, yeah. and sometimes symptoms of the awakening process affect your hormones because you're working on the emotional level. So I would say check that out. Get to a doctor or have a lot. You know. There's mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. cancer, hormonal yeah. substances. Okay, so that's what I feel is it. But I also feel that you have a lot of anxiety, also. Mm-hmm. That yeah, I do. Um, I do. I yeah, do. That, that's part of this. Yeah. Okay, sweetie. Okay. Thanks for calling. That makes in, sense. Baby. All right. Thank you. Okay. Take care. Thank you. You're welcome. Hello. Welcome to Awakening. You're on air. Hello. Hi, Michelle. This is Jennifer. Hi. How are you? <laughs> um, I wanted to call back. We've spoken before and we've interacted a lot okay. on IG. And oh, good. I follow your YouTube videos and you've always been very helpful. I kind of want to check in. I mean, there's been a lot that's happened, especially with the, the quarantine um, and even before everything happened. Um with COVID, I was going through a lot as far as, like, transitioning yeah. and figuring out my path and where I want to go. Um, I guess my question right now would be more, like, career and finance-focused, if you see anything okay. um, for me. I do, but you you have um, – you're really going through it as far as your sense of self and your identity is what I'm hearing. So right. Yeah, you're looking at yourself in a new way and looking at what's important to you. Also, I want to say healing and self-care is really important for you and to get clear on what it is that you now want to do in your life. So something is changing from what you were doing, and I feel like it could greatly change if you let it. I know it's scary, Mm -hmm. but on a soul level, you want to completely change what you were doing. Right. So that's part of what you're you're bumping up against. Does that make sense to you? It does. I did um, insurance sales for years, and I transitioned just last year to interior design, which is completely different. Oh, good. <laughs> um, oh, you, I'm learning okay. on the. Yeah, I learned on the job. Oh, that's like how the enough- home is coming. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I took a job in February with a new company, and I'm learning a lot, and I enjoy the people I work with. It's a small company. It's more like my type of environment. Um, but I don't know. Sometimes I catch myself, and I don't know if it's because I'm working from home. and I'm not doing the design part of it anymore, but I'm learning how to, like, read drawings and things like that, which is challenging, and I enjoy that, but I feel like something's missing. <laughs> So I don't yeah. know what, if I should stay there or if I should look for a new job. 
Um, no, I feel like you're, there is going to be a, a transformation in your work. No, you're to work more on yourself. That's one of the reasons right. you're placed where you're at. So w- work on yourself, your sense of self, what gives you joy. Um, I do feel that you're very artistic, and the home housing is is really great for you, even the decorating, mm-hmm. the design. Um, mm-hmm. You may even want to go into at some point even home products or something, you know, even online is what I'm hearing to connect okay. with your entrepreneurial spirit. Um, but I feel you're at the right place. It's just nurture yourself, take care of yourself, get to know yourself in this next phase, next level, and it's going to become clearer as what you want to um, add to what you're doing. And, you know, and, and eventually perhaps I feel like you might be moving away from this. You might actually also be moving is what I'm hearing psychically. There may, there, uh, I feel like there could be a, a move um, down the road for you. There's something with property. You said you work in housing with houses? I work with, uh, they import furniture, um, but I oh, would love to get into right. real estate, yeah. Yeah, that would be really good for you. Um, that You may end up doing that because there's something more next year about houses or homes or properties, showing properties. But product is also good, so the furniture. So it, you may end up, I don't know, you may, there's something with home, housing, property, and then also with um, some kind of retail product. And it's different from what you're doing now. Okay. So let yourself let yourself be where you're at, and you know, and work on yourself. Get that inner security okay. is what I'm hearing. Okay. All right, Judy. Thanks for calling in. All right, thank you, Michelle. Okay, bye. You're so welcome. Bye. Love it, love it, love it. Okay, we got another caller. Hello, welcome to Awakening. You're on air. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi, who am I speaking with? Nate. Hi, Nate. Could you turn your the um, radio or internet down? Because I can hear it in the back. Did you have okay. a question or a comment? Um, Nate? I guess we lost you. Hello? Hello? Yes, hello. Hi, Nate. Yes, do you do readings at all, or do you pull a card? Yeah, okay, Nate, we're somehow we're losing you. Try to call back in, I guess. Um, let's see, Bob is saying in the chat, I love how my world is much more peaceful now and the sounds of nature are so prominent. Nice. Okay, try to call back in. Let's see if we can pick up. Nate, we somehow have a bad connection here. Not hello. Hello. Yeah, hi, Nate. Hi. Cards or just just readings? Yes. Okay. All right, Nate. You're gonna have to call something. The the, the uh, line on your that you have are calling in on is cutting in and out. So maybe you can call back in again. All right. Nice, Bob. Let's see. Uh, White Calla Lily is saying, I definitely experience a lot of anxiety. Do breathing exercises, but find it takes longer to calm down. Yeah, there's so much going on on so many different levels. 
that you really just have to kind of manage it and not, um, and sometimes it'll be better, you know. Um, nice boat. I don't know about Nate. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, whatever you can do, you know, meditation greatly helps. Movement helps a lot, and especially um, more fluid uh, movement, if you can, get outdoors, walk, ride a bike if you can. That can also be helpful. Um, but also to know that you're going through so much. So I like to process in a lot of different ways, whether it's, you know, working intuitively with my guides or even do, picking a card or oracle cards. Um, I have more space time now. So, Oh, Tammy, swimming is really helping you. Okay. That's good. Yeah, some anything rhythmic, you guys. Anything rhythmic can greatly help you. All right. Lots of people in the chat. Okay, if you're online, that number is 347-539-5122 and press 1 on your keypad. Um, other things that you – well, what are some other things? Tammy is swimming, which is great. Um, getting something spiritual, something uplifting. Be aware of how much news that you're taking in. Um, or influence from other people that are in a, a more fear-based or us and them. Um, I had to talk with a client yesterday, and I was – Anyway, I'm not going to mention names of people because I don't want to be a hater, but I just have to say you really have to pause. If people are promoting a lot of us and them or this enslavement fear over, you know, that we're going to get this group is going to do this and they're trying to control us and all that, that's just going to lock you into more fear. I mean, you have to acknowledge things, obviously, that are going on, but if someone is not providing some kind of solution or something to do in a life-enhancing way, then you're going to find your creativity, you know, your life-enhancing productivity, whether you're producing or creating, is going to be down. Your, you know, your, your self-esteem, your autonomy, you know, your self-rule in your life, and there comes the stagnation and feeling immobilized, you know, frozen. Because if we feel like we can't really do anything, that there's such great despair, usually that brings into people to kind of, you know, to freeze or freeze up. Um, oh, Tammy in the chat also, to relieve stress, you've been hula hooping or thinking about. I actually have a hula hoop. That's pretty fun. Yeah. Athena says, I've been sketching and painting. Drew a nice pic of my husband for Father's Day. Wonderful. Dancing also is good or great idea. Um, yeah, like Hella Lily just got a hula hoop. Yeah, so whatever you can do, whatever mental, emotional processing, holding that presence for yourself, that's your own sacred passage, um, spiritually connecting in your own spiritual growth, soul connection, what you know, nurturing your heart and your physical body. And if you can look at this in a holistic way, 
not only can you see some little gems, little kernels, uh, you know, of, of truth and wisdom, but also some gems of insight and blessings. But you'll be navigating through this. You know, you'll be navigating through the energy and not excluding anything, any part of this process, but navigating and helping you through this this sacred time, this passage. You know, there's a lot of potential here. All right, Radiant Light, it is time for our second half of the program, our awakening uh, dialogue. And today we have with us Jonathan Hammond. Uh, Jonathan is a teacher, energy healer, shamanic practitioner, and spiritual counselor. Uh, before Jonathan began his work in the holistic health uh, field and with spirituality, he had a career as an award-winning actor appearing on Broadway and on television. Uh, as a graduate of Harvard University and the University of Michigan, Jonathan is an interfaith minister and certified spiritual counselor. He also holds certifications as a master teacher in shamanic Reiki and Cherokee bodywork in Ho'oponopono and is an ordained alakali leader or guide through Aloha International. Uh, Jonathan also teaches classes and gives lectures in shamanism, energy healing, spirituality, uh, and the Huna at the One Spirit Learning Alliance in New York, as well as the Omega Institute for Holistic Studies, as well as other major venues around the world. Uh, we're also going to be diving in today of his uh, recent book, The Shaman's Mind, Huna Wisdom to Change Your Life. Welcome to the program, Jonathan. It's great to have you here. Thank Aloha. You. It's so great to be here. Aloha to you. <laughs> and perfect timing. <laughs> perfect timing uh, with that oneness energy. Um, i got to tell you, I did start reading your book, and a couple of synchronicities, synchronicities jumped out at me as I had um, – studied with a Huna teacher years ago as part of my path um, because I didn't know that this was the, the bulk of your uh, your teachings. And then I also read a book called Dispelling with Tico. And then, of course, I read uh, it in your book. Yes! Dispelling with Tico. So I definitely um, I want to dive into that for the listeners because I feel like it's an important piece, especially with the virus of what's going on now, multiple viruses. Um, but first, I do want to um, find out a little bit more about you and your path and your first awakening to spirituality and what you call awakening to your soul and your soul path. Because um, I think what were you doing before as a before minister? There was something that you're doing a little more. Yeah mainstreaming right yeah, I was, yeah I, absolutely i was i was I had a whole different life a whole different uh, uh, existence yeah my, my spiritual um awakening uh, really occurred when i was about 19 or 20 years old and i was in the detroit airport and there was a book which you haven't heard of and i haven't heard of since called feeling good and when i uh when i saw that yeah. book in the, in the airport bookstore I just thought, I thought feeling good, that's an idea. That's something I've never felt. And, you know, and so I just picked up this book and, and I began reading it. I was just, I, you know, like so many of uh, so many people and so many people 
on the spiritual path and just so many people in life, you know, we all need healing. And at the time I just, I just was looking for answers. And, uh, and that really began a journey that, that uh, even while I had my previous life as a, as a Broadway actor, um, I was still, I had always had a very rich spiritual life. And I thought at the time it was Mm -hmm. was a way in which to help me, uh, you know, sort of negotiate the difficulties of, of show business. But uh, I, I now know that it was part of a deeper calling. And there was a moment about 10 years ago in, in Hawaii and the volcano in Hawaii, where uh, I was just downloaded with a message that it was time to, uh, to hang up the tap shoes, so to speak, and, um, and uh, go into this work full time. I love it. Yeah. See, so you're listening. I just, I always ask this because we get, you know, so many callers, listeners, I get people I work with or on social media, like, how do I get, like, from A to B or C? You know, how do I get there? You know, I feel like I want to do this or I meant to do something else or there's something more I want to add. And it's invariably people listening and hearing and then acting upon it. So I'll, I'll ask you in the airport, when you saw that book, it is feeling good, right? Yeah. No idea. Who feeling good. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So long ago. So were you actively searching, like, uh, like I want more in life, or is there more in life? Were you actively searching, and then you saw this book, and then just something, boom, hit you, kind of communicated to you, like, pick it up and this I, is, I, this sure. Is be I think the I, I think the active search really came later. I think at the time I was just mm. I was just um so unhappy and um and mm-hmm. and so not in my body and, and you know low self esteem and um I just needed a lot of healing. And um mm-hmm. and when I when I, what I began to see is that the more that I uh the more that I sought out esoteric or spiritual wisdom and the more uh, uh, teachers that I and, and and spiritual mentors that I brought into my life the more I saw substantive results and uh, uh, and that was that was the beginning of something that this really is something like healing really is a real thing it really does happen you know we, we mm. talk about it um, sometimes just as uh, you know just as, as uh, something that we'd, we'd like to do or the, the, uh, the guy over there or the woman over there they, they've got to figure it out but I don't um, but everyone, yeah. everyone uh, um, has the ability to to heal and to grow, and to follow your your soul's purpose. Yeah, and what do you feel helped you the you know the most? Because as I'm you're sharing, I'm thinking, gosh, the fact that you just even picked up the book that you just didn't kind of not is it or put it to the side and just say, oh, you know, next time you actually followed through on the your inner guidance you know following your inner guidance requires you to do two things to uh be uh, often counterintuitive and also to do things that don't make sense to family friends and loved ones to be on the spiritual Mm. path is to really let go of not caring what anyone thinks and i can't emphasize that enough because we all have an inner compass we all have an inner truth the, the Hawaiians call that the na'au, which is, which is our gut instinct, our soul instinct. And it lives deep in our bodies. And it will, it, we're wired to be on, to, to follow our soul's growth. We're wired. We feel it. We, we feel it when we do it. Yeah. But sometimes we're afraid of what we feel because it doesn't make sense to the other. And it's so important mm. to, to rewire something. 
uh, rewire something and, and put the locus of attention inside of you and not outside of you. Wow. Yeah, and I think part of it is, too, because somehow the, the little part of us human mind thinks that, oh, there's going to be some kind of disruption here. <laughs> I listen to this voice. Something, um, yeah, something's going to be changing. That's right. And, but, of course, the soul is right. like, yay, yippee. Right. Yeah, and there is a disruption. There is a disruption. It, uh, it, it, it's invasive, and uh, like I said, it's counterintuitive. And um, uh, but you, you'll know it. You'll know it when you feel it. It's it's a sense of I just I'm supposed to go in that direction, and I don't I don't really understand why, and I don't know what's on the other side yeah. of it. And a, a big fear is I don't know who's going to pay for it and how I'm going to yeah, sustain my material yeah, existence. Exactly. But but if you follow it, if you follow it, you um, I've never seen in in all the thousands of people that I've worked with, I've never seen someone follow their soul guidance where they end up poor or they regret it. Not one time ever. But every single one of them is afraid that they're going to end up alone, poor, uh, and everyone's going to laugh. Yeah. And and on the other side of it, there are really riches beyond uh, beyond what you can imagine. Yeah, that's true. White Calla Lily in the chat is saying, I love this. Great advice. We think that we're crazy, too, and it can cause doubt. Um, yeah, especially if you touched on this, um, Jonathan, when you said other people around us, you know, sometimes don't see it or think we're nuts or why would you want to do that? You know, there might not be support, especially in the beginning of the path, right? A lot of times there's not support for what we're wanting to do. That, that's right. You, you know, I would say most people are living a life that was dictated to them by, by societal structures, by, uh, by all kinds of isms, by um, everyone's living this kind of zombie existence where, where everyone's trying to assimilate. And to be on the spiritual yeah. path is to, is to say that I am, I am, uh, I am not following that. that is, uh, to follow that is to, is to be enslaved to something. And I, I, instead, I'm going to follow my own inner directives and my own way of being. A lot of times with clients, I'll say to them, you know what, you're a little weird. And, and when I say that to them, there's this big relief because there's this feeling of like, I am weird. I don't have to be like everyone else. And it's so important. It's so important. Because it, 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 it's in the culture. Yeah, I'm laughing because. The other day I had that thought. I came out of meditation. I thought, God, you always thought you were weird, and now you still are weird. <laughs> you are weird. Yeah, that's the other day. I'm like, you thought that, that you were weird growing up, and you were weird, and then you tried not weird to be weird, but you're still weird. Yeah. That's, right. that's right. By the way, in the Scandinavian tradition and the Nordic tradition, the weird, W-Y-R-D, means the unknown. So I don't know uh, how we made it. Yes, it's following the unknown, the, 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 the fate, God, the universe. That's perfect. So, yeah, I don't know how we got from that to, you know, that it's a bad thing. But um, I'm glad to hear you say that you tell your clients that it's, it's a little weird. And it's, it's kind of comforting when other people are weird, too, and they can acknowledge they're weird, you know. That's we've right. all been talking about something not, you know, that it's bad. Right. Somehow. And particularly following the spiritual path, we are following invisible forces. We are following gut instinct, particularly on the shamanic path. We're following gut instinct. We're following hidden, uh, hidden wisdom and, um, and hidden realities. 
and um, and in in order to to unplug from consensus reality, we have to go inward and we have to uh, uh, remove ourselves from trying to fit into mm. the collective because it doesn't work on the spiritual path and certainly on the shamanic path. Right. It is an inward path. Right. Yeah, that's right. So do you feel because of the path is inward that it is natural then to bump up against the external or whether pressures or social or the, obviously the mainstream, there seems to always be this bumping up of the consensus reality, bumping up or bumping Uh-oh. into. Of course, of course. It's, it's just, it's just the nature of it. It's just the nature of it. And um, the more that we can, we can recognize it and even be, and even find comfort in, I'm not, I'm not following the status quo. Uh, um, mm-hmm. and the more the, the more that we can take comfort in that, um, the more clear we'll be on our path. Mm-hmm. Now that's interesting. That sounds very comforting, reassuring. So you're saying, in a sense, the more that we can know, like to acknowledge to ourselves that we're not following that path. I mean, every, everyone is, is living you, a life they saw. Yes, everyone's living a life they saw on television. Mm-hmm. It, you know, the the, it, the mm-hmm. proverbial story, grade school, high school, university, job, salary, yeah. success, uh, uh, mm-hmm. retirement, pension, impotence, death. If you're, if you're following that, you're kind of, you know, you're, you're, you're good to go. And, and, and that is not, um, uh, and that's what's presented to us as, as the rules through which we're, we're supposed to follow. Um, but we're all so much more special than that. We are all divine beings, and we all have gifts, uh, gifts that need uh, cultivation and gifts that we need to share with the world. And we can't mm-hmm. find it. We can't necessarily find those gifts uh, when, when we're just mired in uh, uh, the status quo and in uh, a prescribed ordinary existence. We're all extraordinary. Mm. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, it kind of gives you permission to be unique, to be yourself, and to find out what are those gifts and talents instead of trying to, you know, be in this mold, kind of cookie cutter. That's right. Um, that, now, that's right. Jonathan, can you talk a little bit about, um, I have so much to ask you, um, about, because you write, a, you touched upon this, the, um, what Watiko is, and... <laughs> The best way to fight it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, there there are there are a whole bunch, there are a whole bunch of different names for it. Uh, um, but Wetiko comes from um, uh, it, it's a, it comes from Native American traditions, and it's essentially it's it, uh, it's a virus of the mind, and it, mm-hmm. it's a, a virus that that self cannibalizes. So it's it's the part of us mm. that that um, that if we let it get in control. And if we let it take over, it, it literally brings out our worst instincts. All the things that we don't need right now, what we need right now is love, interconnection, uh, uh, ecological mindfulness, uh, uh, cleaning up our own mess so that it doesn't spill into the experience of others. Cleaning up our own mess so it doesn't spill into the experience of others. And that's such a low bar, but we're not even doing that. Yeah. And and so right. the Chico is 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 the part is, is, is sort of our worst instincts, and we see them. We see those worst instincts being played out right now, and mm-hmm. and the best way to fight it is just the awareness. We all have a shadow. We all have uh, mm-hmm. 
of antithetical forces uh, in, in, inside that, are, that don't act in our own best interest. And part of our healing is to be aware of those things, not to be scared of them, accept them, and let, and let them know, thank you, I see you there, but you're not running the show. Mm. And so it's really awareness yeah. more than anything else. Is it okay? Because one thing that I see, and by the way, I've seen it in some of my colleagues, even friends, and I'm like, whoa, let's just get out of the extreme of the polarity plane right now, please. Um, it, it is infectious. And what do you suggest to people? Because, you know, I'd love so much what you're saying. You know, you say low bar, but even if we could just do this, because it does seem to play out a lot on social media, and then people get pulled in, and now it's this us and it gets them, and if you don't believe the way that I believe, and I'm unfriending you, and you're not really a friend, or you just, and believe it or not, I've heard of people, 30-year friend out the door, you know, because there's these, with Tico, this difference, you know, and now they're fighting each other. There seems right. to be this pull, I don't know, it's an unconscious pull throughout what's being played out, um, this energy, this kind of like net of energy in a way, wanting people to fight You're right. each other. And the, the most, that's right. And the, the most important thing to, is to remember, uh, I'm, I'm going to go Huna for a second here, which is uh, what my book's about. The first principle of Huna, there are seven principles. And the first principle, the translation of, of the word, seven Hawaiian words that have been translated with, with unique translations. And the first one is, the world is what you think it is. The world is what you think it is. And that means that your experience, not just that your experience of the world uh, will, will be that experience. You'll experience the world based on your thoughts, but that the, that the world itself, that reality itself will shift and change based on how you think about it, based on how you think, what, what your thoughts and beliefs are. So that means that we each have the power inside of us if we tend to what we're thinking, what we're believing, what we're, what's going on between our ears to affect the, the collective. So, to, uh, so, so we each individually, and if we all just do our part, so what does that mean? That means that what we're thinking mm-hmm. and believing is inclusive, loving, uh, mm-hmm. accepting, kind, and that, that those things are, don't just, don't just uh, dictate your experience of the world, but that, that the world then becomes loving and kind and inclusive. The, the reality itself shifts based on how we think about it. And so, and so the easiest way to, to fight, uh, fight something like the Wetiko virus is just to really pay attention to what you're paying attention to. Pay attention to what's going on in between your ears. And because what's going on between your ears is affecting and creating the world. Mm, yes, yes. Oh, so glad you're saying so many more people need to say that, hear that, and, you know, that message. Um, by the way, so intuitive of you and synchronistic, that was one of my questions from the chapter was, what does that mean, the world is what you think it is? Um, so yeah, I'm glad yeah. you're saying it really, we're all individually helping to shape. Um, let's dive in, Jonathan, if we can, into um, the Huna practices and traditions. What is it, uh, actually? Sure. You talked, about, you touched on seven principles. Sure. So um, Huna yeah. is a, a, it's a philosophy that comes out of Polynesia, um, that originated in Polynesia, and it's, it's, it's a philosophy. It's a set of ideas. 
And, um, okay. and what I did in the book, what, what I learned uh, about these ideas is that if you adopt them and if you live by them, you actually enter into the way the shaman thinks, the shaman's mind. Because these seven principles are, 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 are uh, if we adopt them, we, we see through the lens of the shamanic perspective. So the first one, the shaman knows that the world is what you think it is, that the shaman's thoughts and beliefs create reality. The second principle says there are no limits, that limitlessness is the nature of reality. That means that there is no separation. That means that we're all connected. And that means that what I do in myself affects the other. So that's the second mm. principle. The third principle is energy flows where attention goes. So that means that where we put our focus and, and, and attention create the energetic influence to bring about whatever we're putting our focus and our attention on. So the fourth principle says now is the moment of power. So now is the only place where we can access power because you can't do anything yesterday. You can't do anything tomorrow. It's only in the now where power exists. So the fifth principle is, is aloha, which is love, which just means that, that love mm. is love's perspective. Love's perspective is a part of everything we do. And we include that in every action we take and everyone, uh, everything that we think, everyone that we invite into our life. The sixth principle is mana, which is uh, all power comes from within. So that means that, that mm. uh, we are each individually hold all the power of the universe and all of us have it. And so, so that means that we have the power to effect change and influence on our world and on our lives from within us. And the, the last principle, which is maybe my favorite, is effectiveness is the measure of truth. Meaning if it's true, if, it's, if it works, it's true. If it's effective, it's true. And so that takes the whole idea that following anyone else's truth other than, your, than yours and turns it on its head. Because the only absolute truth, the only absolute truth is that everything is. That's the only absolute truth. Yeah. Uh, every, everything else is just something someone made up. And so it, what works mm-hmm. is what's true. Mm-hmm. So to, and wow. to live by those principles, to live by those principles, they're so, they're so elegantly put together. And to live by those principles is to enter into how the, uh, how the shamans think, how the shamans mm-hmm. have always thought, how they affect reality, how they understand the, 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 um, the universe and their, and their relationship to it. Well, so many things I do really like about your book, but one of them is that you really, it, it gives the person, the individual, the power, you know, both ways. Like you have choice. In fact, it's still in one chapter you do have to talk about choice and uh, Lono in chapter 12. Um, That's right. That's right. You, you know, uh, we say, yeah. in Huna we say in, we, it's about taking 100% responsibility. You take 100% responsibility for yourself. And in doing that, you, uh, in doing that, you affect the universe. So my Hawaiian teacher would yeah. say, if you want to heal someone, if you want to heal someone, think of them and you feel good. Think of them and you feel good. Mm-hmm. And the idea is, is that we, we each have the power to affect the collective just by how we work on ourselves. Yeah. Uh, this need, I mean, this, we need to just, I don't know, put this on like a, a sprayer, you're, what you're saying, and just spray it out there, um, especially the self-accountability part. Right? I love that. I love that. And that what, and if you want to heal, 
think of them and think good thoughts because you, what you're saying is that we are, you know, through the interconnectedness, we are affecting each other. The, the, the that's whole right. thought what, process. Yeah. That's right. What What is unhealed in you is unhealed in me. What is unhealed in me is unhealed in you. Like, have you ever noticed that whenever yeah. there's a problem, you're always there? <laughs> and oh. what that means is, is that we. Right. And that means because we create reality with our thoughts. And so if there's something coming up in your life and this is this is just a very simple, simple concept. It's it's, it's sort of hard to swallow sometimes because you really have to take inventory. But if there are things Mm -hmm. in your life that you don't like, that means that there are thoughts and beliefs inside you that are perfectly fine with the things that you don't like being there. That certain things that are not okay, there's some part of you that says they're actually okay. Because you create whatever, so whatever you're, you're experiencing in your outer world that you don't like, the invitation is to take responsibility for it because in some way your fingerprints are on that thing. Now, that doesn't mean necessarily that we've created our own, uh, our, our, our own illness, let's say, or we've created our own, you know, right. if, if, if something you know, bad happens to us. But what, but, um, but what, it, what it does say is that we do have some sort of complicity with everything that happens. And in, in, uh, in sitting in that, we're just, we have access to so much power because it says that we have so much mm, choice yes. in what happens to us. Yeah. And yeah, so eventually – it really is – oh, go ahead. Sorry. That changes really the game, right, if we're coming from that place not just individually in our in our personal lives but eventually also in the collective in the mainstream if enough people have that awareness um almost i just have the imagery of like right is that is that what you're saying in a sense that's it. That's you know. That's exactly what I'm saying. You know what's happening on the planet right now. Um, you know, even though even though you'll you'll get one narrative if you, from the news, but the other narrative is that this is amazing. These these are such mm-hmm. it's difficult, but these are huge evolutionary beneficial uh, changes that are happening, and it's all unresolved right now. But it's all moving in a certain direction, and the, and and this time on the planet has been prophesied. Uh, the, the Quechua people yeah. in, uh, in, in Peru, uh, Native American people, the Rainbow Prophecy, even Hindu uh, Vedic uh, scripture talk about the, the Kali Yuga. It's a difficult time, but mm-hmm. all these prophecies talk about this time on the planet being so difficult, but also being a time that will usher in this new consciousness, this new reality. Yeah. And the new reality is just that, that the pervasive consciousness is one of love. That's what it is. It's not something highfalutin. Mm. It's not something upper mm-hmm. chakra. It's just that mo- more people are going to be waking up and, uh, and waking up to, to love. And, uh, and mm-hmm. millions and millions and millions of people, anyone listening to this program who's resonating with anything we're talking about, uh, have incarnated at this time to be a part of the solution. There are millions of us. And we have all incarnated at this time. And when the dust settles and when we can go outside again and when we do feel safe, each of us are going to have an individual part to play in ushering in that new consciousness. And so to use this time, this quarantine time, to really look at what are the things in me that would make me not be able to do that when the time comes as well as I could. What are those things in me? What still needs tending to? 
because when the time comes and the dust settles, that's going to be, that's going to be our role. And there are millions of us. And that's yeah. where we're going. That's where we're going. And the establishment's fighting it like crazy and, and, um, and trying mm-hmm. to fortify and all of that. But, but this, is, this is happening. This is changing. And it, it's a really exciting time. And to, play, to claim your seat there, to claim your seat there yes. rather than yes. in that narrative, rather than the one that you see on, on CNN or whatever news you, uh, news you watch, yeah. to, claim, to claim your seat there, that's, um, that's to claim this time as a time of power and claim this time as a time when you are to fortify and heal and, um, and know that each of us have an individual part to play. Mm-hmm. I love what you're saying. I think it's so important, and also, and I love what you said. Claim your space at the table, at that place, and that narrative. You know, the that the new arena, playground. Um, because I find a lot of people, you know, who you are that are listening. So I'm glad Jonathan's on talking this way, um, because also some metaphysical, quote unquote, new age, quote unquote, circles. Uh, in the old narrative, but it's, it could be, it could be, you know, there's just different characters in the play, let's just say, and it's still the us and them, you know, whether someone's trying to control you or, you know, coming to get you or the ET and you're the slave, you know, culture, it's still the old narrative, you know, it's still, um, there's, I like what you said to fortify, you said fortify yourself. Um, and we just said, look at what could be blocking you or not ha- letting you be the best you could be in showing mm-hmm. up in service and, and your part to play. And, yeah, that's, um, that's I think what that's, this time on the planet is, yeah. Mm-hmm. And what are some of, obviously, the book, let's dive into the book, because obviously you, the way that you set it up is also a bit of a um, – you know, handbook, workbook that could help people, you know, will help people fortify them, um, give them some processes to work through. Um, one of them I've done a little bit of, I can never, and I'm sure I'm not the only one that cannot pronounce this. Why do they have to make the, it's the Ho-Opo, no? Ho-Opo, no, Pono. Right, it's okay. Ho-o-pono, yeah, please help yeah. me with that. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, so all of the, there are lots of, yes, there are, there are lots of practices in the book. And so with every principle that I, I just went through briefly, I, I explained them, I explained them in great detail. And then there's a practice that you can work with in order to integrate and learn about uh, what relates to you and what you, what you can do in yourself to, to uh, align with that principle even more. And Ho'oponopono is the culmination of the book. So Ho'oponopono is a, uh, is a healing practice and it's about, uh, addressing the things inside us, the, the illness, mm-hmm. the low self-esteem, the fears about money, the fears about ourselves, the fears about I don't look right, the, um, you know, the, our wounds. We all have them. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's a process where we go and we extend love to these parts of ourselves that are hurt, that are suffering literally from a case of mistaken identity. 
We learned these things as children. We learned these things about the world, and they are all they they are mistakes. Children, children yeah. only can can take on what's happening to them as a sense of self. Children take everything personally. So if there's abuse, if there's neglect, if there's bullying, even if there's even if just the reaction to the pain of the world, and the child learns to take all that on and make it in some way a sense of self, they integrate it into their sense of self. And so we're all walking mm-hmm. around with this mistaken identity that we're something, uh, we're something other than the divine beings that we are, the divine, perfect, innocent, loving beings that we are. And that has been obscured over by, the, by these mistakes that we, that we receive through memories. And so Ho'oponopono is a process where we actually go back to the source of the mistake to the, to the mistake, to the memory, to the problem, mm-hmm. and we address it with love because these things were born of unlove. And so to address, mm-hmm. address our, our issues with love is to begin the process of releasing them. So it's a really beautiful process. And it's not just uh, an individual spiritual practice. It's really a way of life. We're supposed to be loving mm-hmm. ourselves. Loving ourselves puts mm-hmm. us in alignment with the divine love puts us in sympathetic vibration with the divine love. Yeah. So how we love ourselves it, it indicates to the universe how the universe can love us. Mm, I love that. Now as you're speaking, I'm thinking, yeah, that love is that binding or unifying force. So part of what I'm understanding from what you're saying, in a way, the more we're not loving ourselves, we're, out, we're not in alignment. We're in misalignment not only to our true self, but to but the, all that is, the universe is so the more non-love, you know, the more shame, blame, the more non-self-love, we're more out of alignment. Wow. Think about it this way. Think about it this way. If you think of, so in shamanism, in shamanism, we worship nature. We revere nature. The reason why we revere nature is because nature is in a constant expression of yes. It's in a constant expression right. of growth and creation. And if you, if you just take a forest and you leave it alone to do its thing, that forest is just going to keep growing and creating. And what that forest isn't going to do, it's not going to deny itself what it needs. It's not going to turn its back on itself. Mm. It's not going to lock itself out of its own heart. These things we do, but they're not mirrored in nature. So to be like the forest, mm. to, to align with our own growth and creation, with, 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 with um, you know, the forest – the forest grows with no other agenda other than to experience more of itself. That, that is love. That is love. So nature yeah. is run on love. And so for us to align with uh, the force of nature, it's, it's it, to, to, uh, to align with our own individual growth and creation and to not mm. say no to it and to let it be, to let it out, to let it come forth. And just to say this yeah. too, there are things in nature. There are things in nature we don't like. We don't necessarily like great white sharks and cockroaches and and tsunamis. But yes. we don't think that they're yes. not supposed to be there. We would never think they're not supposed to be there. So that means that even the things inside us that we might not like, if we are are emulating nature, those things are supposed to be there. They have their place. They need they need to be tended to and paid attention to. But all of us in, in shamanism, all parts of us are welcome. Mm. Yeah, so that embracing, again, is coming more from love. So you're really seeing that basis um, is really getting to that fuller love, more love, it sounds like. Oh, it's, it's, 
That's right. You know, as a, as a holistic practitioner, what I've never understood about traditional psychotherapy is that love is not taught as a tool. And from my perspective as a shamanic mm. practitioner, love is the tool. Love is the tool. And sometimes mm-hmm. love looks like brutal confrontation. And sometimes love, love looks like, you know what, that's not really good enough. You need to, you need to be doing better. Mm-hmm. You're, not, you're, not, um, you're not showing up for yourself. Sometimes that, that's love too. But, um, but, mm-hmm. but love is, under, is underneath everything. If we would extend love to ourselves, we would remove the mistaken identity I talked about, the born of unlove. Mm. Born of unlove, yeah. So those deep, you know, it's always said those that you know are wounded can wound. I mean, that's the choice. You know, they can heal or wound. And if you don't tend to that wound, it, it festers, and you know, people tend that's to right. the glo- um, the really lash out. That's right. Right? The, that's right. And the glorious thing about it is that is that you know the best healers are the wounded ones uh, yeah. because they've been there. And so that means mm-hmm. that if, if, you know, if you do have wounds and you do have things that need, need tending to, know that it's through your addressing them that you find yourself, that you find your life, that you find your path. And even if you're not going to become a healer, in some way we are all supposed to serve the collective in some way, whatever that looks like. Mm-hmm. And the more we, we remove those, those wounds in us, the more that we can serve the collective, whether or not that's of uh, being a better mother or brother or or uh, 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 the community uh, participant or whatever it is, but we all have an individual play, a part to play in the service to the collective, and we do that best when we're full, when we're well, when we're taken care of, when when we're when we're literally full of ourselves. And when, when, and when you feel that, you don't feel like you want to you want to hoard. You feel like you I want to pay it forward. And so yeah. that's why individual healing is an altruistic act for all beings. Yeah. If you, the way of life you would, yeah, you automatically love doing it, enjoy the, the healing, pro, even if it's difficult. Um, something in your book also, Jonathan, you talk about is that all power comes from within. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was pretty poignant. Yeah, well, th- think about it. So even something that has that that uh, the, the perception is it has power over you. If some, you know, the, mm-hmm. it, it is the power within yourself that actually granted that thing the power to have to to have authority over you. All mm-hmm. power comes from within. We we get to choose. Uh, we get to choose what our experience is to be. And when I talk about power, I'm talking about divine power. Because, because it's a limitless mm-hmm. universe, we are each an, an aperture through which the entire universe sees itself, which means that we are each individually, we each individually hold the power of the universe. Power is a very interesting thing because power over, power over something that just leads to retaliation and fear, right? Power mm-hmm. against mm-hmm. just leads to resistance. But, power, but the power to empower means that I have mm. the power to give to you. That is the only true power. To empower. Mm, yes. To empower. Yes. Yes. It's like, you know, through reading your book, it's like there's this loving, reassuring, comforting hand that are like kind of guiding you along saying, look at this, try this. You're going through this, try this. 
But I found it, and even in the chat, people are saying you're very comforting, and what you're saying is very comforting and reassuring. Even though you're also mm. saying some things that could be quite challenging, there still is a reassurance and comfort in what you're saying, and, and as well as in the process. Um, mm-hmm. So I don't know if that's, that's yeah. partly you. I know that's not just your training, but that's um, it, it, it definitely comes through, obviously, when you're talking here, sharing. But I will say it also comes through in the book. You know, you know, you know energy, honestly, your um, comes yeah, sure. You know, yeah. I talk, I, I, you know, I, one of the, in talking about, um, you know, in Huna, there are three different aspects of the self. And I'm just going to talk for a moment about the high self. And the high self mm-hmm. is the part of us that holds our potential. It holds our, it holds us at our most realized. And to reach it, you have to imagine who you would be at your most realized. Make it twice as good. And you're in the ballpark. And, we, mm. and people are walking around not knowing how extraordinary they are, how extraordinary they can become. And this doesn't necessarily look like movie star or rich person or anything like that. It's mm-hmm. your own individual. It's your own individual inspired self. But but everyone everyone um, owes it to themselves to to realize that that this is this is this life uh, is the opportunity. You know, in shamanism, we're not trying to go anywhere. We're not looking for an afterlife. But we do believe in, in a continuity of self and in, in reincarnation, those things. But paradise is here. Yeah. Paradise is here. We have, we have come into, to be in bodies in order to experience all the delights and pleasures of this earth. That is what shamanism is. And so part of each of our individual jobs is to enjoy it to the fullest and do whatever we need to do to get out of the way of, of that enjoyment and whatever we need to do and remove that which blocks us from, from uh, participating in that way. We all, we all deserve that. That's our birthright. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Boy, you're, you, maybe you need to do a kitty version for kids. <laughs> get it in the schools, Jonathan. Um, I want to give you a little feedback in the chat. Lynn is saying he, this is all very comforting and very accessible for everyone. Um, I so resonate, Kelly, I so resonate with his this whole conversation. He's speaking to my heart and soul. Yes, thank you very much. I love this. Such great information. Yeah. I just think we need so much of this. Um, you know, a lot of, I share similar, so there's obviously a resonance, but um, I do think that's the only way. I mean, it's just going to happen anyway. I mean, what, what you're writing in your book, that's where we're going, but why not, you know, start getting there sooner and, and, you know, living in this way, um, you know, because we can mitigate things. Too. It doesn't have to be that, so extreme. That's right. That's right. right. And, and um, again, it, the more that we, the more that each of us individually, if you just, if you just take care of yourself, if you just tend to yourself, uh, you, you, you mm-hmm. are, you are participating in that shift of consciousness that I'm talking about. Just in, individually, yes. without ever leaving your without ever leaving your home. That's right. You are participating in that shift. That's so true. Oh, that's so true. That means every individual. You don't even have to be leaving. Your consciousness is inside job. It, that communicates to the universe. Uh, Jonathan, how can people? Um, I think you're at Mind Body Spirit 
nyc.com and you work um, personally with people in workshops or teleworkshops or Zoom, Any with anything coming yeah, up that people yeah. can connect with you on? Yeah, so I, right now I, I'm, I'm doing Zoom calls, all uh, individual clients. So you can reach me at mindbodyspiritnyc.com. If jonathanhammond.com is easier, you can. Uh, uh, they both go to the same place. Uh, so I'm seeing people that way. I have uh, lots of classes on there. Um, I do a, a monthly uh, shamanic circle on Zoom, uh, and then I have classes coming up, HUNA classes coming up. Uh, you can find a link to purchase my book there or on Amazon, The Shaman's Mind. Kuna wisdom to train your uh, to change your life. <laughs> I should know the title by now. Uh, so that's how, that's how you can read. <laughs> You're living it. <laughs> You're living it. You've already yeah, absorbed right. it. <laughs> um, this has been great, and I'm really enjoying um, your book. Um, very comforting, you reassuring, so and also yeah, really enjoying it. So. Anyway, Jonathan, thank you for taking the time for being on the program and sharing with us. Um, I know our listeners appreciate it. Mahalo to you as well. All right. Aloha, and thanks for being with us, Jonathan Hammond. Aloha. Thank you. Be well. Be well. All right, everyone. Thank you for being here, co-creating Awakenings here. Um, Again, our guest was Jonathan Hammond. If you're just tuning in late or you want to – little bit of a recap we were talking about his recent book the shaman's mind who know wisdom to change your life and you can find out more information by going to jonathanhammond.com or mindbodyspiritnyc.com loveys always continue to shine your light share your insight and of course keep awake i will be here um next wednesday and have a magical week if you can. Catch some of my uh, videos on my YouTube channel, Michelle Mache's Soul Insights. Connect with me there, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, let me know how the videos are unfolding for you, the readings. Um, I love hearing your soul stories and um, how your soul path is unfolding for you. All right, everyone, shine bright. Awakenings broadcast every Wednesday, 12 p.m. Pacific Time. Archive shows available on iTunes. For continued awakened conversations and insights, join the Awakenings group on Facebook. And check out Michelle's blog at soulplayground.com. And keep awake. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.